law, that's all. Raw Radio, only on 102.5 The Phone. Now, from the Autoglass America Studios, it's the Mike Calter Show. Sacrifice. You sit here and have to wiggle. Be. I have to urinate like you don't know. Right. And then uh, Spanish is gone. By the way, I went out and used the bathroom and got more water. And black- Farman excused. Yeah. Farman had, is, is on assignment right now. Right. <laughs> Getting breakfast. It's ridiculous. There's Tom Segura. How you doing, pal? I'm, I'm, I, I have to tell you right away, I feel awful that you're here. Why? Because I know you don't want to be here. Like, no. I know. Look, According Bert, to Bert, Bert's you got don't me be so, so messed up mentally that you are here. I've, I, I don't know Tom really well at all, but I've become a fan in the last uh, couple of years. And well, now, thanks. You know, I, and, and I enjoy, we, we put a lot of people on that I don't like, but we, I mean, if we have somebody that I like on the show, like I want them to have a good experience. Bert has mentally after me on this entire appearance. Yeah, that's just, you know, he's just playing games, man. Yeah, he yeah. is. You know why? Because he's racist. And he's fat and racist, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Double true. whammy. Bert KKK Kreischer. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the camaraderie between the two of you I, has gotten so much. Like, I, even he the other day when he tweeted out his tour dates over the Your Face, that I was thought hilarious. that was hilarious. That was yeah. very funny, yeah. Uh, and he did, but he did say something about you yesterday. I, he, we talked to him, and I told him that you were coming on the show. Yeah. I had to wait till the last minute because I didn't want him to try and call and convince you not to do it. <laughs> and then uh, I told him yesterday, and I go, I'm, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit intimidated, and I'm usually not. And he goes, what? why? He goes, why? Because time is silent and unapproving. <laughs> I said, yes. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's we have this great uh, like uh, balance to our dynamic, right. right? The two of us, and he's fun, and I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so, I, you know, I think it's probably why we get along so well uh, for a long time. But uh-huh. I mean, I was excited to 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 come in, and then the cherry on top was that you told me Bert loses money if I come $600. in. Six hundred dollars. Yeah, and I was like, I'm in. He came yeah. in here all stacks. Of, he's Hollywood Bert now all uh, day long. Yeah, yeah. you guys ruined him. Yeah, he comes in here with stacks of money all laid out on the table, oh my God. and he's like, "This is my merchandise money." Blah, blah blah. And I started talking about you, and you and I had already talked. Yeah, and you said you were going to come in, and I go, "You know, Tom's coming in." And he goes, ha, 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 ha. "I'm gonna call him right now." I go, "I'll call him right now. I have his number. You don't have the right number. I got the right number." And I'm like, "Well, okay." And he goes, "I'll bet you all this money right here, Tom Segura will not be in studio." And I was like, "How much is there?" He goes, "Like six hundred and some dollars." I go, "All right, I'll collect it." Damn, he doesn't sell that much merch, but that is cool <laughs> that he loses it. You better collect. Yeah, oh, I will. I'll beat it out of him. All right. That, yeah. that was that was what I was most excited about. Now, you know you have been on this show one time before. I have? You've never been in studio. But let me, let's take you down the road of our relationship. Okay. Because it's really Bert's fault. The first time you came in was before, I don't even know if you and Bert were that tight at the time. Your wife was here in her only debut with uh, April Macy, and we were doing afternoons. Okay. We didn't know either one of them, 
and the club sells us on April is really hot. She's with another girl who's really hot. And you know, we're like, all right, we like hot girls. Bring them in. Sure. Turns out they were both great guests on the radio. Oh, that's great. They were, they were like, I have never, April Macy's a great guest on the show. I have never seen her do comedy, but she's been on the show like seven times. Yeah. Because she's good when she's on the show. We sure. put tarantulas on her. We let her do whatever we want. She's game. She's game. Your your wife was killed. Like, she was great. And uh, your wife, uh, this was eight years ago, maybe? I don't know if you had maybe any kids. Or whatever. That, yeah. She uh, was looking pretty sexy, and at one point we asked her if we could see her boobs. But it wasn't like, hey, can we see your boobs? It yeah. came up in conversation about boobs, and she was like, I would show them to you, but I have to ask my husband. And we were like, all right, call him up and ask him. What does he do? And she's like, he's a comic. So we called you. And? You were you were typical Tom. You were like, "What?" And you were like, "I don't care." And you're like, "Nah, I don't know." You were fine. Like you were oh, like any husband. I'm surprised I, I wasn't like, "Yeah." You you <laughs> might have been a little, but then I think I, I you know if I'm a husband and I'm talking to my wife, I go, "Yeah, don't show these douchebags your boobs." Afternoon drive in Tampa. No thanks. <laughs> Save it for the bigger markets. Right. So uh, so it wasn't like it wasn't a bad thing. We were just like, oh, "All right, whatever." And it was wrapping up the interview. Okay. Then you were on the show. Then Bert. Is you're coming to Tampa and Bert is pushing you on us hardcore. He's like, you have Tom on you. No, I probably would have had you on either way just because the club would have said, hey, this guy's funny. Yeah. Like, All right. Also, prior to that. Well, that, was... that's this is what I was leading up to. He, yeah. He ruined his reputation with recommending uh, guests on our show. As, oh, that sounds very Bert. Yeah. He yeah, pushed yeah, yeah. Bob Biggerstaff on <laughs> us. Do you know that guy? I know Bob. Yeah. yeah he tanked hard. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, but and, wait, tanked in that, like. It just, you guys just didn't click? Or... No, he, we clicked fine. He just wasn't funny. Oh. And then he was using, like, old... I mean, this is, again, this is, like, 10 years ago, so it was no big okay. deal. And uh, and then we're like, well, now we're not going to try. And then Bert wanted it so bad that it automatically turned me off. I was like, now, now I don't like the guy. Now I don't want him on the show. And I didn't even know you at all. And yeah, I feel... I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm just like you with that when people are like, you got to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you got you got to watch this show. You got to, you have to talk to this person. I'm like, nah, dude. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Dude, that's my favorite thing about that is like, no, I don't. No, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. No. These guys have been trying to get me to watch MacGruber for a lifetime now. And I'm like, I don't want to watch it because you want me to watch yeah, it so stop bad. stop asking me to watch it. But I also don't care that you're right, right, right. I'm just telling you it's funny. Watch it if you want to. Yeah. I care. You should watch Thank it. Thank you. So uh, then years later, I'm up in Opie and Anthony's studio, and you're on the air with Rogan and Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah. and you, That's now, right. I ran into you in the hallway. Yeah, I remember I, that. I just stopped up to say hi, and I'm in the production studio sitting behind you. You have your back to me, and I'm watching Rogan and Gervais debate hunting and animal care yeah. and all that. And they were really going out, and it was good radio, and you just kind of, and so did Opie and Anthony. You kind of just sat back and yeah. your mouth shut. Now I'm texting Bert. 32 minutes, Segura hasn't said a word. (laughs) Yeah. But then I talked to you afterwards, and you were such a nice guy. Then, fast forward again uh, to last year, and your special came out, and I'm like, all right, now everybody's at Netflix special. I'm like, let me watch this thing. I got to tell you, I I started tagging. I tweeted you. I tweeted Bert. I called my mother. I told everybody. I'm like, this is the funniest goddamn thing. I also, at the same time, discovered Edible Pot. Nice. I'm, n- I'm never helps. really a pot smoker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they put it in candy form, and then I started to do it a little bit, which I don't anymore. I gave up after a year. But I will tell you, the the highest I've ever been was watching you 
do the thing where you speak different languages and different, like when you see different people speak the different. I just lost my mind driving home with tears out of my eyes. And then I think Burke got mad at me because I told him I called and told him how funny you are. Thanks, man. That, that ruined it. For That's me. very nice. Of you thank you. I, oh, I appreciate that. Thanks so much. It's man. the truth, man. So now you've got huge success. And uh, yeah, you still don't seem very happy. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I am. I actually, this is pretty happy for me. This is a happy. Yeah, like, this is a pretty enthusiastic. What is look. a fun? Like, what do you do during the day? What is a fun day for you? Because um, Bert said we get along very good. Bert goes, you only, you guys only care about eating mm-hmm. and. Porsches, yeah, and what was, oh, Porsches, Porsches yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that? I thought I was getting picked up in a Porsche this morning. Well, so my buddy Pete owns a boutique car dealership that yeah. sells high end cars. The one, the video that Bert did that Porsche yeah. that was at where he came place. down yeah. the stairs. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. 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 So I called uh, Pete and I was like, "Can we get Tom in a Porsche?" Pete's like, "Yeah." yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, Pete's like, I-, "I have no Porsches left. I'm sold out." Oh. <laughs> well, you better go find one. Yeah, go get a Porsche, yeah. dude. Yeah, I was like. He's like, the only one I have is on consignment. I don't own it. If somebody takes it out and wrecks it, I'm going to be tied to it. Probably like, smart move by that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, because bad things will happen to us if possible. I don't know. Don't you feel like, I mean, you probably, you're a routine guy for sure, right? Yeah, you do, I have a choice. So, it's like, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm pretty into a routine. I mean, touring is disruptive to routines. Right. But other than that, it's like, we do our, we have a Tuesday's like our podcast day. Yeah. Wednesday's always like personal day uh you know they i have two young kids how old are your kids three years old and about to be eight months old yeah. so you know it's just like oh, a lot of home life stuff age, and, that's a rough game. yeah man and i mean then, i imagine we're close similar in age. Yeah, yeah yeah and so it's like and then you know doing spots but it just feels all pretty much like the routine i don't i mean nothing exciting you know um, nothing no <laughs> nothing fun <laughs> I mean, you know what? all right let me ask this what would you do if you were retired what do you want like what because i all i want in my mind i lay in bed at night and i yeah. fall asleep by thinking about i fantasize about retirement right and in my mind i've had this cabin in the middle i say montana but i've only been to montana once i, I really think care. i say montana yeah. sometimes too. i wanted to be away from people in the snow i yeah. want to be cold yeah and away from people and in my fantasy, nobody else is in the cabin except for me. I think I left the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my wife got mad at me because I'm turning 40. Right. And, uh, oh, I'm, I'm way older yeah, than you. I'm turning okay. 40 and uh, I just look bad. But yeah. I'm turning yeah, 40. <laughs> I have a weathered, beaten, not healthy look. But, um, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's my whole life, too. Like, when I was 17, people were like, are you 36? And I was like, no. I'm a junior in high school. Man. Um, but my wife was like, what do you want to do for your 40th? And I was like, you know what I really want to do? I want to go to the track um, and with some of my friends and do just laps. And she was like, can I be involved? And I was what like, do you mean? Well, with like what? Racetrack? And she was, yeah. Oh, and, I didn't know what you meant. Yeah. I thought you meant the horse track. No, no, just, just driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, can I be involved? And I was like, I mean, not for that part. Yeah. And and then she's like, well, it's your 40th. And I was like, right. Yeah. So I'm going to go have fun with my friends. It's like a bachelor she's like, party. She's like, I'm your wife. And yeah. I was like, exactly. And then yeah. I'll come home. And I'll be like, hey, I had fun today. Like, that's, I have a cake ready for me. Yeah. That's your portion of it. Yeah. And she's like, what about the kids? I'm like, the kids definitely can't come to the track. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even have a license. Yeah, but I, I want to be alone. <laughs> but I love her. Don't that's get me wrong. I, my, I, how long have you been married? Uh, 10 years now. Okay, so I've been married, uh, it'll be 16 years this month, and I feel the same way. My wife, like, my, if I want to go to Vegas, my go-to is my wife. I go, you want to, she'll gamble, she yeah. hangs out. Yeah. She's cool, but there are certain things in my life I don't want her to be involved in. And it has nothing to do with other girls or anything like that. I just, I don't, although I have to say, if I was a comedian, 
and I left like every Wednesday to go on the road, yeah, I'd probably I'd be banging chicks in every city possible. Yeah. If you were that, it, that's the thing is like you think that, but it's like if you're that guy, like there yeah. are those guys who, and it makes you're like, oh yeah, he's out there just crushing. I mean, I wouldn't want to find love. I'm not looking for a hot chick, but yeah. I'll take a pig or like something like that, something that nobody will ever know about that I'll never see so again. Sure. Oh, I'm just being, I'm just being honest. I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting tens. I'll take a six when nobody's looking, and yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. But I would if I was, if I was in Iowa. On a, I think on if I started the road like that, you know what I mean. But by the time I was really working the road, I was already in a relationship. But I think if I'd started like that, because you meet that guy on the road a lot sometimes, you know, it's like he's single and just starting to travel and then it picks up. You're going to be that guy. And then you're not going to be able to not chase forever. Sure, sure. You know? Um, Was it hard? See, your your wife's a genuinely funny lady. Yeah. And but was it hard when she wanted to do or whose idea was it to do the podcast together? Um, the pod actually that was a hundred percent Rogan's idea of the two of you doing it. Yeah, okay. Because I I'd been opening for him. He had just started the podcast. I want to say his in like oh nine. Yeah, and then. You know, I'm opening for him. We're touring everywhere, and I'm doing weeks with him, and I'm guesting on his show a lot. It's like in his house yeah, on a yeah. couch, you know? And then he's like, you should start a podcast. And I was had zero interest. And then he saw my wife at the improv in Hollywood. And, like, you know, the next day I ran into him. Like, I don't know if it was an airport or something. He was like, How- your wife's a comic, dude. Uh. This makes, like, it makes sense. Like, why don't you guys just do it? It's so easy. So he suggested it so many times that when I came home from one of those trips with him, I was like, so do you want to, like, I think we should do this. Yeah. I don't know. He keeps like, suggesting. And I didn't think, I thought it would be like, I don't know, man. I thought like 50 people would listen, you know, which, you know, it probably did the right, first time. The but yeah. I definitely didn't think it would be worth continuing to do. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, my wife is actually pretty funny. And yeah, we did a roast for me when I turned. Uh, no, I wasn't forty. Was it? Change the name. Yeah, when I changed it, I used to be Cowhead. And when I changed the name, we had a roast, and the roast was great. And it had Norton and and uh, Bert and Bobby Kelly, like all our guys. That yeah. we love. And my wife was like, "What if I write some?" Joke? And I go, "Yeah, that'd be kind of cute." You get up there, and and she just went up there and crush it. She did. And she'd crush it. And I remember telling her while she's doing it, I'm like, you know, these guys are real comedians. Yeah, yeah. You don't get too crazy because she had some cut jokes on them, like she was cutting on them. And I was like, you know, I don't want to get too crazy with it because you don't want to look so-. And she just crushed everybody. I mean, she did a great job. And she's dying to do something together, like a podcast or something. And I, sure. And I genuinely think she'd be funny, but I don't know. Like, what if it's not? How do I tell her this is awful? And you it know, may not be you. But you're such a you're such a seasoned broadcaster that you would make the fact that it's not working work. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like you would make it because you've done million hours of radio. You would end up making that entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I built the studio in my house, and I have no idea what the purpose is. Oh, so do I your show use, with her, man. Yeah, well, I, I would. I told her once we get everything locked in, we'll we'll at least run some test shows. And you got to do that. So that Galvin. Wait, can but make back to, to you know Montana. <laughs> yeah. Let's so go, don't you feel you. like yeah you feel like you're like I want to go be alone in the cold and just get away, but. Even if you're like, hey, you got all the money today, it's here, go do it, you get a thrill out of doing good radio, right? Like, even on a yes. great radio day, you're like, that's a good day. Yes. And that's why you, you really can't pull the trigger well, on that Well, you anyway. could do that from anywhere now. Like I, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking in my mind, this is, you know, this is the truth, I, I can fall asleep 
anywhere, anytime. I, I've slept during commercials here. Yeah. Just a little power nap. Middle sure. of conversation, just pass right out. Be, be more entertaining. What do you yeah. want from me? Yeah. I know it's not my fault. <laughs> I told Robert Kelly the other day, he was like, oh, I'm getting, getting old. I can't sleep anymore. He's like, I sleep like two hours. And I go, I can sleep anywhere for as long as I want. And he goes, don't say it like it's a superpower. It's not because you're fat and unhealthy. <laughs> I said, okay, but was, I've always been this way. But um, what I have to do is I have to get in bed and I have to get comfortable. And then I have to like daydream a little bit. Like still, sometimes I'm in concert in high school or if I'm going to fight somewhere or something. Yeah. But for the mo- what really gets me to go to sleep is designing my cabin. I never actually finish designing yeah. it. In my head, I fall asleep. And I'm like, this is it. But in my mind, I have a big white beard. Yeah. And I'm wearing clothes that I've never worn before. And I chop wood. I'm in. Like, I'm it. a new guy. I'm into yeah, it. Yeah. yeah right? I think of a ranch, like Colorado ranch or something. I don't, I thought about that too, but I thought about it's probably good for post apocalypse to have some sort of animals or something, mm-hmm. but I don't want the responsibility. No, no, no. That's the thing is yeah. in my fantasy, like someone else is like taking care of it. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, hey, fit. And I'm like, hey. And then, <laughs> you know, motorcycle. Like, I don't know how to drive a motorcycle, right. but in my fantasy, it's my ranch. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Yeah. By the way, the down. vehicle that I sent you for your uh, Montana oh, cabin and stuff, I just sent to Joey if he has it up on Bone TV. Yeah, I have. It's perfect for snow. And by the way, you know, you said like you can do radio from anywhere yeah. now. That is one of my. My favorite, like, ridiculous radio things is when you go to guests somewhere and they'll be like, it's usually like in a cold place, yeah. you know, like you're in Des Moines or something. They're like, uh, you know, the ho- like, John, by the way, this is the John show. Uh-huh. John lives in Palm Beach and that's where he's at right oh, now. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. And then they're like, don't say that he's not here, though. <laughs> and you're like, all right. And then they don't even give you a monitor. Like, nothing to look at. So you walk in. Sitting and, in a room by yourself. Yeah, he's like, nice black jacket. And you're like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> and then, you know, you're you're like, yeah, it's good to be here. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, so cold out, right? Oh. Like, Dude, what is going on? <laughs> I don't understand that. So so I built this studio, and everybody's like, oh, you're going to broadcast from home? And I went, no. And they're like, why? Because that's just lazy. That's me sitting in my underwear in a room watching Oprah on pretending to be talking. It's just terrible radio. But... um if I had to do it in another city and I had to do it from there in addition to this or whatever, then I can do it. So so what radio – do you like you don't do a lot of morning radio. You don't have to. Clearly you have three uh, shows at the Tampa Theater that are sold out, and uh, and which is interesting because this is really the first time you've done radio in Tampa yeah. in the, the 10 years since we had you on before. Like they, these people only know you from your comedy and your podcast. Right, and that's great that you've that's sold great. out three yeah. shows. So, what do you like? What cities do you do regular radio in? Anybody? Mm. Like, I know radio. I I don't hate radio shows, and I know some shows from Bert. I know Todd and Tyler. I've never heard their show, but I know he loves them in Nebraska. Oh yeah, that's are. right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and then there's Preston and Steve. Yeah, that he loves. Those guys are great. I like Preston Philly. and Steve a lot. I yeah. like them a lot. So I don't get to hear a lot of these shows, but I know of these people. Yeah. What in, in L.A. do you do anything? No, nothing. Mm-mm. What do you list? Do you listen to anything? You know, I only I, uh, in my car. I have. Um, I didn't sign up for uh, you know satellite radio right, right. in, and so. It's almost always on K Day there, so that's like Big Boy in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. L A staple for like you know yeah. he switched his station. So he's not so big anymore, right? He's yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he yeah. lost hundreds of pounds, but but I mean, so that's on in my car in in the mornings. But I don't know. To here's the thing about I have no, I don't dislike radio at all. Yeah. What happens is when you're coming up through the clubs, they make you do a lot of press. Right. Let's just press as an umbrella term. Yeah. And they make you do a lot of it in a lot of markets 
where you can be on shows for hours and kill. Like, yeah. literally, the guys are like, this is such a great day here. And you could do the morning, good morning television, you know, like right. the good morning Hartford Which that show. Seems to be the, the most awful thing to do. And then you go to the shows, and, like, let's say it's, it's half full, right? Yeah. You're like, all right, well. And then you go, like, who heard me on the radio? And then it's like one hand. So you're like, why are you making me do this? Yeah. And it's because they're, it's for, in a lot of places, it's like to maintain that relationship. And you're like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. it has nothing for me. I don't hold that against a club if I'm like, uh, who want, we had somebody scheduled to come in. And I knew, I looked at the sheet and I go, he's not going to come in the studio. And they were like, oh, we got him booked. And I go, now, who was it? And then cancel with Deal Hughley or somebody? Um, no, Arsenio Hall. No, but we had Arsenio on the phone. It was somebody. Like I don't want to do our, I don't want to do phoners with anybody. I don't like phoners. But Arsenio is a television legend. You ha- and I had things to talk to him about. Yeah, like, sure. He's worth it. I'm even worse on phoners. Oh, I, 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 I mean, I'm even... bad in studio on the phone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean like, yeah, that's it's, it's a disaster. We get a it's a delay and we can't see each other. Yeah, and and, and if I start talking about something and I see the guy go, oh, then I know he doesn't want to talk about it. Which yeah. either means talk more about it or depending on who the guest is. John uh, in Palm Beach doesn't know that. No, or maybe he does. He yeah. saw your black jacket. So. Yeah, that's right. No, there's like I mean, look so. I, I, I only don't do... Ra- First of all, I don't get a lot of uh, radio requests right. at all. Um, I get, like, some print stuff and, yeah. you know, and, and, and I do get uh, asked to do some phoners. And it's fun to do the ones that, like, I don't know, where you feel like it's fun to do, yeah. you know? And, like, so I, I've called into Preston and Steve. Oh, you have? And I've called into Bennington uh-huh. um, and had a great time with them. But, like, and I've gone into Bennington. I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's the best. Um but I mean, on a regular basis, I'm probably not on calling in or on any. Yeah, show. I don't like when Bert does other shows. It makes me jealous. Yeah, I would. That <laughs> like would... a couple that he can do that I accept, like Elliot and President yeah. Steve and yeah. all that. But when he, like one time, I, I was I was walking by my uh, my office one day at home. My phone was ringing. I answered. I go hello, and I go, like, oh, God, God, yeah. He's like, I'm on the air with. Uh, with uh, Todd and Tyler, and we want to. They want to know how much money you make, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. of course, he <laughs> yeah. can't do that. But I didn't <laughs> care. I was like, all I know is if I tell you and they make more than me, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Phone. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love I love talking about that kind of stuff. It's not a I'm making more than you. Do you ever like wonder what people make? Like like whenever of course. whenever like uh, Dude, that Sunday newspaper <laughs> does that. It, like what's that mag- parade magazine does? What people are making? And they go, oh, this guy's a nurse. I makes. read that thing line by line. Right, you want to know? <laughs> yes. You just out of natural curiosity, and then you kind of want to compare it to you. But uh, I I want to know where I am at where I'm at in the game. Nothing makes me feel better than my uh, when my son was born. Somebody bought me one of those things. I don't remember. It was like all the things that happened on that day. What the yeah. number one yeah. single was. And then it's an average household income was like $68,000. Isn't that nuts? I was like, that makes me feel so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what I, those are the kind of things that I. I can't, under, I, I love knowing, by the way, among comedians, yeah, okay. like what people's deals are, yeah. ticket prices. Like Bert we, will tell you. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but we study those things. Now, he and I will actually trade. Details, uh-huh. which like people never do, right. which is stupid because you kind of that's how you get it. Everybody, yeah, and you yeah. inform yourself yeah. and you learn, like you know, like it's like a NFL, you know, players union. It's like yep. you start understanding, but like nobody likes to talk about that. Bert, I mean, I'm surprised he just doesn't tweet it out. He's like, "This is what I made <laughs> yeah. my last show." He walked around with a piece of paper. 
that gave him his guarantee for all of his tour. And I go, what are you, are you making good money on the tour? You just want to see? You take some money, Brody. I'm like, oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. He always says, Bert says a lot. He says, what he learned from you is that he can say no to stuff. Yeah, he except goes, he yeah. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's the best man, but he... Um, He's he's hilarious. He'll he'll just he'll put that out there. He'll you know he'll. I love it. Yeah, his honesty is what makes him so. His vulnerability is what makes him so funny to me. Absolutely. And he was the funny thing is like now. I mean, he's going to be insufferable soon because a year ago he was like, I'm making so much money right now, <laughs> and like, and now I know he's definitely making more money. So it's going to be unbearable. Yeah. Uh, when Twitter first started, he's like. And you gotta help me get Twitter followers. I'm gonna, and then next time I saw him, he's like, "How many Twitter followers do you have?" Like, he had like two hundred thousand more than me. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, ah, TV does it. He's good at social media though, because he yeah. loves it. That's the thing. I think he actually love. He loves making videos. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. loves oh, yeah. creating content. And, and then I don't know. And he's and he's funny. Like like I'll thumb through it and I'll I'll watch a couple of seconds and I'm like, he's he's always got something. Like I I did a panel one time about social media. With the lady who does social media for Coca Cola, yeah, and she was like, "The number one thing I learned is don't put anything out there unless it's great." And I thought, "Yeah, I don't do that. I just put mediocre stuff oh my out God. all day." Yeah. Bert's are usually pretty great. Like he does a good job. His at his uh, videos, like yeah. his promo stuff, is definitely. I'm like, how much time did you spend on this? <laughs> he was like, an afternoon and I'm like, for your Instagram post. Yeah. But I mean that it looks like it looks good. Yeah, it's a good life. Uh Tom Segura is here with us. Now I believe are all the shows sold out? Yeah, I That's think so. That's pretty wonderful. That's what they told me. Yeah. Uh the Tampa Theater, have you played there? You know that theater? Well, I you don't, did, you know you didn't last time. By the way, um, you know, I took that because I DM with you. Yeah. And I, I asked I you, it. and you yeah. said um, that's you're like that's when people do specials at. That's what you should do. As Robert went, it's it's interesting because it's a beautiful. Have you seen the theater? Yet? I did it's see a it. Beautiful yeah. theater. Yeah, and they and I love that they still do shows there. First time I ever went there was to see Andrew Dice Clay. Didn't quite fit, but everybody else that I've seen there has been great. Yeah, um, and it's uh it's just an old. The atmosphere is fantastic. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful space. Yeah. So, but don't. Good luck going if you want to go. Yeah, they uh, might have released, you know, sometimes like day of, they release like some holds, like 10, yeah. 20 tickets or Are something. Are you with anybody? Um, like, will you have anybody open for you? Yeah, yeah. I brought um, Pat House from Philly down. Okay. Great comic. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's very funny. Now, now um, I, might, I might need to go. To, I see this show. Yeah. I thought it was only one night, and my it's son tonight has and tomorrow. first. Yeah, I didn't know tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, tonight. Tonight, yeah. Tonight's one. And uh, what's today? Tomorrow's Thursday. Too, yeah, yeah, that's what oh, it is. I didn't know there was one tonight. Maybe I'll go tonight. Come tonight because my son has his first football game tomorrow. Oh, I can't miss that. Of course not. Be gay if that's, I miss yeah, go to his sure. first football game, yeah. something or he'll kill people in college. I mean, I like, didn't even yeah. go to my game. He'll try stuff just to to spite you. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, what what position is he playing? Well, I don't know. He he's twelve years old, and he made the varsity team. What? Yeah, and he was. Playing, what? Yeah, and he was playing defensive tackle, but last night the coach was like, he wanted to play offense, so we put him on offense. Wait a minute, he's 12? Yeah. For real? Yeah, for real. He's a big kid. How's he on the varsity? He he went there, and there's the midgets before varsity. Yeah. And we, he went out and stood there with the midgets, and I looked at the coach, and I go, he's going to kill somebody. He's two feet taller than any kid out there. How big is your kid? He's not. I mean, if you saw him in here, you wouldn't be like, wow, that kid's big. But if you were like, oh, he's 12, that's pretty big. Yeah, 12. for 12. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely. So, um... <laughs> 
We shared I, clothes, his son. Yeah, and I. literally. Literally. They were at my uh, house, him and Joe. Wait, and, if he's going to play varsity, yeah. you mean against like juniors? 14 to 16-year-olds. Okay. Yeah. Poof. Yeah. Right? 16-year-olds. Those are those yeah, big, some big 16-year-olds. Well, we're in the, he's like, uh, I think the rumor got out. He was like, we're playing a team tomorrow night. And I go, yeah, Joe, they're all going to be big kids. They're all going to go. Yeah, I guess they're all big black kids. And I go, well, I know that's more intimidating. I know that's scary, but you just do, just do your best. Uh, but I always tell whenever they we are have, better than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever we have a black football player, we used to have a guy named Devin Joseph who played for the Buccaneers. He was a defensive player, and he had long dreadlocks. Yeah, uh, not dreadlocks, like braids. Yeah. And I go, I'm going to tell you a secret because you're on our team that nobody's going to tell you. White people are inherently afraid of big black people, so know that if you line it up against a white guy, no matter how confident he looks, he's still a little bit scared of you. Mm-hmm. And that works for him, you know, and uh, and it's true. Was he like, yeah, I already know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, why? I'm so sweet. I go, he's not worried about how sweet you are. I've been black my yeah. whole life. Yeah. 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 So so he's playing, and uh, I don't know, he's, I don't know what position he's going to play, but I'm very excited to see Dude, him. yeah, that would, that's awesome. I would I would cancel my show to go to, that <laughs> show, to, go to watch that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to, I think I'm going to come tonight then. That'd be great, man. All right, that'll work. That'd be great. Um, Tom Segura is here with us now. I know I saw your Instagram yesterday. I assume you've watched the Michael Jackson documentary. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that not the? I mean, we all kind of knew. Of course, but I we don't knew. Need to hear about but look, kids' butts. It's horrible. Stuff. It's really been. He it, definitely. He definitely, definitely did it. Right. Oh yeah. Yo, like who's after, who's watching? What is this wrong now with you going, if you're out there and you're like, but I mean, did you not read the case files? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pervert. He's a pedophile. He's a molester. I, <laughs> I know. Sure. I mean, like, it's really... It For is, sure. It, I mean, what do you, you think, um, pedophile, or you think he... I mean, definitely pedophile. I think he's think a serial sexual predator, for sure. Do you, or do you think it's because he has mental a different mental issue? Like, I, I wonder... My whole thing was, I didn't think Michael Jackson, before this, I didn't think he was necessarily a pedophile. What I thought was, he was stuck in some sort of child mode because he had trauma in his in his youth probably was gay and was afraid to tell anybody about it and found comfort in in non-sexual things like kids and all that but then i saw this thing and i was like well i was wrong Mm. i'm no no expert i don't know i think i think you definitely nailed it that there's a lot going on yeah um and i think you know he definitely was a victim of abuse himself yeah i think there's a lot of trauma there but i mean we all were like you know in that era like yo this dude's a grown man just hanging out with, like, 10-year-old boys. Yeah. Um, like, show up to big things. Like, you brought Webster. And by the way, we should all be equally critical of, you know, the parents who are like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hang out. And then he could sleep in your room in, for a month. Yeah. That's right. fine. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was... All that crazy stuff. Also, but, we got a house. So that yeah. was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the, there's a lot of people complicit in that thing. Staff, I'm sure. Oh, you know? Staff. And if you read, like, the, the 1993 or 2005 especially the 2005 details yeah in 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 those uh case files there's a lot of staff that corroborate oh really yeah they're like the from security to maid to cook talking about you know what they saw so it's not like they probably had to all sign non-disclosure i'm sure and they were all afraid that they would lose their job at neverland of course you don't want to do that Although I I did say the other day and I was pretty positive like I grew up a really poor kid yeah and if I was living in the in the Berry Home Projects and Michael Jackson one day was like come to Neverland yeah no and we went to Neverland and he was like just touch my wiener I'd be like do I get to stay yeah I probably yeah. would have done it yeah yeah you know? of course I mean the allure the seduction yeah. right of like the fame and and look I mean I I would forget. 
about this creep and then hear like anything off the wall or thriller and you're like this is dope right. this is sick. <laughs> right. you know and then you even can't. like yesterday I heard a song I was like this is the jam <laughs> I'll never stop listening to Ignition I don't care how guilty R. Kelly is that's Dude. the greatest song ever that song's amazing and what is it Carmen oh Carmen's on here Carmen says it's raping music <laughs> but I still can't I still have to keep listening it's it's Here's the thing. I'm not going to turn it off. No. I don't have to go put it on, but if you put it on, I'll be like, all right, we're listening to this song. <laughs> I think I watched the, the documentary and then put it, it on afterwards. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is... I saw Sam Morell Yesterday on the show, I talked about watching the documentary with my wife in the middle of the day. We were both home alone. We taped it. We put it on and we were watching it. And we were laying in bed, and there was absolutely no chance we were going to have sex. Hell no. After that? It's so great. And then Sam Morell said it was like, I was watching it with a girl, and I thought, I tried to have sex with her, and she's like, no way. It's just, it's so gross. My penis went up and inside of my It's Especially when you have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Did you watch Abducted in Plain Sight? Yes. What? That's... Another, le- I can't even get my wife. She won't watch it. Why? Just that I go, just so you know, because I was, I know how she is. Right. I was like, everything's all right now. So, yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Can, like, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the premise, but just know that, like, doesn't end terribly. Right. She was like, nope. Don't want any of that in my head at all. None so of we it. had her on the air last week. You did? Dan Broberg, yeah. And now my wife's a therapist. So my wife's listening to the oh my show. God. And my wife loved the, 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 she made me watch it. He made me watch it. So um, we're talking to her, and I said, "Do you think that your dad, and part of the reason why your mom and dad had such, you know, were able to get sucked in by this, is because your dad was a closeted homosexual and was able to have his first gay experience with this guy, and then was so embarrassed by it that he used it against him." And she was like, "My dad was a he was a piano player and an artist." And the twin, my wife's like, "She clearly deflected your question. Didn't yeah. have any." Her dad was definitely gay, right? Oh, yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, I don't... I, 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 but it, everybody was so quick to say... Like, I was defending he's, the He's sweeter than sour sauce. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 There's two scenarios how that ends. Either doing it, you're gay, or you punch the guy in the face. Right? That's the two scenarios. Dude, that that guy must have been just one of those these master manipulator deceivers, you know? To, yeah. like when you Well, when you lay out... But, of course, it doesn't, you know explain how like the guy had to want to go in with that right but right. that story he he you're like you're yeah. like what you're watching yeah. you're like no way yeah. <laughs> the guy's like i have this problem yeah. i don't know what I to do help. I, need relief. I helped him out yeah. i described it because i said on twitter i go you're gonna watch it you're gonna stop it multiple times and just stand up and go what is going on yeah. i said at the 21 minute mark or whatever is the yeah. first one where you just go okay this is crazy it's great and then when you don't believe it could get any crazy oh, yeah. like right. when this poor child <laughs> is returned to your home you're like i guess this is the end of the dock uh-huh. and it's like, that was quick nope uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's going to hook more. up again. I mean, oh. it's just... <laughs> well, and the fact that it happened with multiple kids, like, this was just one story of him doing this, but he did this with right. a number of other children. So think of what he did to those families. But isn't there, like, some parallel to... Like, because the thing is, one of the crazy things about this, and I'm so amused and entertained by the Michael Jackson backlash, like uh-huh. the defenders, the people who are like... Yeah, you know, I, I got a couple emails. They yeah. go to the mat over this, man. It's like, then you see like the reaction to you know a guy like the guy in a plain sight or like if you just 
if I just drew up the picture of the Michael Jackson scenario and instead of a famous pop singer, right, I was right. like, it's Kevin, he works at the gas station. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. wouldn't be like, man, right. but he, you know, he's a good dude. <laughs> like, and like people just yeah. love He's misunderstood to, and he had yeah. a bad youth. Yeah. yeah, they'd love to defend it. And yeah. it's, it I didn't think it was going to be that level. Where um, people no, but this is how it was with Bill Cosby in the beginning. All the black actors came out and they were like, "How yeah. dare you?" And then they all were like, "All right, maybe." Except Face on Love, he's still holding strong. He's hard on. He's hardcore. Oh my god! Yeah, I love that dude, but that is one thing he's way off on. Is he still will he will not let the uh, Bill Cosby thing go? Yeah, I think that with the Michael Jackson, I think the the real thing is that when you really love a musician, it becomes part of your identity. And you're like, I spent so much time listening, dancing, singing, yeah. letting it, you know, play in the car, going to concerts, putting posters that like, you don't want to shed that part of your identity if you're a super fan. Right. So you do anything to try to defend, to defend and explain it, it. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't see getting caught up in any of that. Like I love Pearl Jam, but Eddie Vedder needs to shut up about politics. Like I can definitely look at it and say, when I was a kid, I used to love Prince. Yeah. Like when when Purple Rain came out sure. and Little Red Corvette and all that, and I had Prince posters and all that. And my mother took me to some weird church, and they convinced me that Prince was <laughs> worship the devil. And I went home and took all my posters down. Really? Yeah. She really, my mother took me to some weird churches when I was a kid and I, was I think afraid. she set that up she was like, like we're talking about Prince today yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think she liked Prince too and we just realized that Jesus was more important than Prince really and Prince came down and then this weird church with traveling hippies that would come and draw pictures while they told stories they gave me one of the pictures so then that replaced my Prince poster oh. like, oh. Noah's Ark made oh, on what? chalk on paper oh. how long did you stay in that lane then, well I don't I, I'm trying to think it was a couple of years Couple years, yeah, but like like a couple years, different churches. Like we went to a Baptist church for a while, but it was like a Baptist church where the guy was a like real handsome. You'd see him on TV, like one of those guys that had billboards. Yeah, and then, uh, but I, at the same time, I went to Catholic school, and then we left that and went to some weird church that was like a barn, mm-hmm. and that's where the traveling hippies who drew pictures came in. And I think my mom was just trying to find an identity and do the right thing with the kids, and she just kept getting, yeah. you know. How did you in. stop, or what what led to you, you know what I mean, getting away from it? How'd you get away? Uh, I don't know. I think my mom was, she was not dumb, and I think she wanted good in life, and that's why she did it. And then when she realized every, everybody's crazy. Oh, okay. Churches are all crazy. But I but they had this special thing at the at the Calvary Baptist Church where they had this guy come with a mullet and a bunch of cassette tapes, and he played backward songs for us. And I didn't, you, I wouldn't even look at Led Zeppelin. Man, really? Oh, man. Well, yeah, as a kid, that'll really mess with your and head. Here, and, and none of it was real. It was all, if you listen to anything backwards long enough, you're going to start hearing something. Right, yeah. So it was a lot of, yeah. 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 Like, you're like, there it is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear it right there? He said, uh, stop drinking soda. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they made me think Prince was bad. Yeah. And I had to take that down, and I, I lost a lot of stuff. I went out with a girl that was half Korean, her mother, full Korean, and they believed that Annie Lennox was the Antichrist. Really? Yeah, like full on. She Why? Because she has short hair? I don't know. But like full on super I'm religious. Not, I'm not so Dude, sure look at your head of hair. I'm just looking at that right like now. Like that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's dope, man. Yeah, look at it every day. Yeah, I would like to borrow that. Mm-hmm. That's hey, good you, stuff. How old's your dad? My dad? Yeah. He's uh, 71 or oh, two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how's his hair? Oh, he's got the horseshoe. Oh, he does? Just like, yeah, but he's had it like almost my whole life. My dad's almost seventy. Full head, like a 
like a '60s doo-wop singer. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Oh, his dad, his father looks like he could be the president in any movie from the '80s. Really? Yeah, he's full head of hair, real distinguished looking. His whole family's got good hair. My my brother had hair like you all of his life, mm. and then like five years ago, comes home one day with full head of hair, and I looked at him and I go, "What?" And he goes. I just decided to grow it out. I go, I didn't know you had the what? option to grow yeah, it out. Yeah, it shaved down. You've been shaving it Dude, down forever. Bert's is so sad. He's got like... <laughs> we, watch it, we watch it over the years. Oh, and then he's got the, the big, big yeah. spot in the back. And then he's got like this really sad hat collection <laughs> that like na- like he tries to make it like oh, i got fedoras and stuff yeah, yeah, and, yeah but it's just, but it's, just it's eccentric spot. his personality yeah, yeah and it's just like he uh nah. used to have that stuff that he put on the yeah. sawdust yeah. Yeah. yeah i never i never got that he there's, was like he's putting the sawdust oh there on. it is oh, yeah. x-pac dude <laughs> oh there's so many holes <laughs> it's look at I me mean, come on he's basically well that's that's x-pac the wrestler and that's bert using yeah. his cinnamon on his head <laughs> yeah I gotta yeah. tell you, that's really good until you sweat it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't. Uh, this is it. This is what I got. It's not my fault. It Dude, like all a, I did is just take it down, yeah. man. It wasn't just, like, oh, look at all the hair he had doing? there. Yeah. Look at all the hair. Oh, he had that there. he would he would give you. Money. Look how thin he is there. Yeah, it's got to be under three. Under <laughs> three. <laughs> Where did you guys first meet? We first met at the uh, Brea Improv. Uh-huh. I was emceeing. He was middling for Jay Moore. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I met I met him at the show. And do you instantly like him? I'm trying to remember. Because it think, seems to me he would annoy you. You know, he actually, he was, if he would have really been himself, I'd be like, this guy's annoying. <laughs> but he was, he was a dialed down version of himself, I think, working that week. Right. And, uh, and he was great on stage. So uh-huh. I was, you know, so if you're emceeing, you're watching the guy who's obviously ahead of you. Right. And I was like, wow, man, this dude, like, cause he was killing. I remember that, was he, when, that was the weekend that I got married. Really? 16 years ago. Everybody was here on a Sunday. What year was that? Uh, Whatever, 16 years ago. 2003. <laughs> yeah, that would have been... Oh, really? Probably, the same time? Probably when I worked. Two, it was probably 03, yeah. We went to see Jay because Jay was popular. Yeah. And uh, whoever was left in town came with me to go see him on a Sunday night. And I saw Bert and the next day. I'd never gone searching after who that person was more than I did. I, I called the club. I had to get the really, spelling. yeah, and I didn't no idea it was from the area. And oh, that's some, funny. I talked about it on the air, and some lady's like, you know, he's from Lutz, and his dad is a lawyer here. And I went, oh, so that's how we were able to hook up. The funny thing was, I ended up so I ended up coming here, and uh, his family has a, a beach house. Yeah. So I stayed at the beach. I'd known him at this point not that much, and he was like, "You stay at my beach house." Yeah. You know, he was like, "He'll just a guy could walk down the street." He'd be like, "You want to come to my house?" Right. Like, <laughs> just invite anybody yeah. to anything. So, anyways, I'm staying at his house, and uh, he was coming to do radio. He must have been coming to do your oh, show. That's so funny. All right, this is like now '04 or something. Okay, and. And I was like, oh, cool. And he, I remember he picked a bunch of donuts, and then he brought back donuts. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I like this guy. <laughs> so anyways, we're talking. I'm, I'm asking them comedy questions. He's telling me all these stories. And I, I didn't know until he, like we're in his house that he had gone to Florida State. And right, right. I'm a, like a lifelong, I didn't go there, lifelong Florida State fan. Oh, really? And that's like 
all I wanted to talk about was Florida State football, and he knows nothing. nothing about football. <laughs> so I was like, dude, do you remember this game? He was like, I was probably there, but I was probably pretty drunk. And I was like, all right. Yeah, of course he was there. He was there for seven years. Yeah, yeah. He was there for all the good players. I was like, dude, you were there like Charlie Ward. He was like, yeah, I think so. And then I think we won a national championship. I'm like, you don't remember a national championship? He was like, I think so. And then we went to the national championship game. He took me uh-huh. to the national championship game in 2013 where they beat Auburn in the fourth quarter on the final drive uh-huh. and I couldn't find him. I'm like, where are you? He's like, oh, I left. I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just had to get home. I was like, do you know this isn't <laughs> like a high school out? game, right? Like, this is the biggest game. He's like, what happened? I'm like, you won. Yeah. That's what happened. Your school won. How do you become an FSU fan? Where did you grow up? Did I ask you already? Well, I went, I mean, I moved around a lot. I think yeah. it's like, you know, it's kind of in your house. It's like your dad's into a certain sport. So my dad sure. loved college football. Okay. So we moved around, and then we ended up here in Florida. So I ended up in Vero Beach. Oh. And I was already a fan. Right, right. But then, like, once you're in the state, yeah, you kind of yeah. got to align yourself, right, with somebody. And especially it's the mid-'90s. I mean, it was, or early-'90s. So it was, you know. That's why I don't that's like the heyday because, because of I grew up in New York. Oh, that, nobody, yeah, of course. Nobody really cared about college. I mean, we, at the time, Syracuse. Yeah, but was see, I, I remember being in school and like, uh, or even out of it, and, and you talk to people who are like, "College football sucks." Like, where are you from? They're like New York. Like, yeah, because your college football sucks. But if you grew up here, yeah. you'd be yeah, obsessed, here, you know? uh, totally. And, and also, I didn't play in high school. If I did, I probably would have had more of an interest in what happens after high That's school. True. So, yeah. Uh, Tom Segura is in the studio with us. He has got three shows at the Tampa Theater that are most likely all sold out. Let's find out. I'm going to click on it and try and buy tickets. Uh, tonight and two shows tomorrow, it is the Take It Down Tour. Now, will there be another... Oh, they're all sold out. Will there be another uh, Netflix special, or what? how does that go? Uh, I mean, you know, it's like a process, so we start talking to them and trying to target um, a date. And, yeah, I mean, we'll, you know, if right. they make an offer, I guess, we'll try to. Well, I mean, you've had how many successful ones now? Three? This, yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went back and watched them all after the after the first one. Oh. They're all very funny. Thanks, man. But now everybody, everybody's trying to get Netflix specials. It's you huge. But you have to, if you're the guy who stands out among the Netflix specials, that's a big deal. Yeah, I guess. And then you also are, are thinking about... Um, you know, everything that happens in trends, I feel like, you know? Yeah. And so you go, well, what's... But what... It, it, it is the biggest thing, right? Now, for sure. But, like, what's the next thing? Is And also, is the marketplace going to change? Yeah. Are other people going to... Because, I mean, Gaffigan just did one at Amazon. So you go, like, oh, did Maybe he, crack, did he crack it? You know? Yeah. Did he, is it going to be a big thing there now? I don't know. Who, who's special gets more money, you or Bert's? Did who, you compare notes on that? Who what? Who got more money? Oh, I got more money. You got more money. Yeah. But, I mean, I... I, I I had done like that was the third one for them, right? So, right. so he might get he might get on a crazy night, raise on the next one. Yeah, because they have his two, they have both of his now. Yeah, right? and like clearly they, that's the thing is like even though people get specials and there's a lot of specials, on, they don't all work. Meaning like they don't all translate to, you know, yeah, road brilliant. success yeah, and everything. Yeah. So you can just tell obviously it worked for him, which means that you know I think of that as leverage for him, like that he'll go back and say, you know, obviously this is. Sure, he's selling. But now Netflix, of course, releases zero data. Right. So you're like at the most unfavorable negotiating play because you go like, you're like, it went pretty well, and they're like, nah, it didn't go that well. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, can I see? And they're like, of course not. Yeah. (laughs) 
You so, get nothing. Well, I mean, look, the one good thing is you do have options now. So if that's you the case, you, you can do. go, or you can end up doing like Louie and eventually do your own thing. Amazing what, was he, what he was able to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with the, what, you know, but do you remember that, so for people that don't know, Louie was doing his own special. This is before Netflix blew up. Right. And then putting on his website, right. selling it for five bucks. Mm-hmm. And like the first one was so massive and he made a crazy, like he, I think he did a screen grab. He did like a Burt thing. He's like, look how much money I have. <laughs> and he put it on and people were like, oh my God. And then other big, well-known comics were like, I'm going to do this. And they did not yeah. sell nearly as many. Yeah. So then you're like, then you would see on their site that the price of the special went from like five ninety nine to seven ninety nine because they're trying, <laughs> trying to make to this money. money. Yeah. 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 He had like a special thing going. Yeah. I, I like, I like this. I like being able to see the stuff on Netflix, watch it whenever I want again. It's you great. Know? And yeah. It's totally good. Uh, Tom Segura goes, go listen to the podcast, your mom's house. Oh, so briefly, what can you say about, um, I, I listened to it, but I don't know how it ended up. Michael Jackson raped those kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the McDonald's thing. Oh. So, I I mean, I turned it on for two seconds, and I was like, oh, this is not real. Like, oh. I didn't know. Like, where are you at with that? Like, I don't... Oh, yeah. So, they... You, you know, like, the whole... the How it all panned out. Yes. You do. So, for people that don't know, they offered us some money to sponsor our show, and we were like, no, I'm not going to take, like, corporate... A corporate thing to just, like put your colors in my studio uh-huh. and then they called again and we're like what if we offered you this amount of money and we were like no and then like time passed and they're like what if it was like a couple million dollars structured over a couple of years i was like, i'll definitely do whatever you want <laughs> you can call me ronald if you want to and then i don't know how they agreed to anything and the first episode of our podcast in a new studio with mcdonald's colors we like our, we always play video clips, you know, like, right, right. so we like, it's like a clip show. Basically we play clips. Then we, you know, it's like a, I guess like almost like formatted in a way, like a radio show where yeah. it's like, we have time talking together clips and then guests. Right. So, but like that, that episode we prim, like, we really focus on this guy putting a butt plug in right. and like, <laughs> can you say that? I don't know. I no? think so. You're, How about, okay. Let's just keep, we already said it. Let's I already just, said it, but I'm saying a guy using a device in a butt. sexual manner yeah. where he goes poop from. Right. Okay? <laughs> I think you made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we get it, though. We but you get it. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So a guy doing a thing. Anyways, we showed it a lot. Right. And, we, and we dissect it, and we break it down, and we're showing it. And we have to, we have to censor for our video portion, part of the video. Right. Like we can't show it. Anyways, we spent like an hour on this guy, and then... It goes up, and like <laughs> within a day, they were like, "You're fired." <laughs> I was like, "But this is consistent with what we do," and they were like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." Nobody research. research. Yeah. Oh, that is like, so funny. Our show is gross, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. always. By gross the way, stuff. thank you for making me uncomfortable with. Uh, I think his name is Marty, the naked guy. Uh, the, oh yeah, England. Yeah, dude. That on my guy. on my Twitter feed, I just see this guy. Dance around doing the hell, and I go, "What the hell's going on?" And of course, it was Tom who retweeted it because he found him, and then he wound up doing a video for you. Yeah, so I retweeted. <laughs> this guy is just out there. I think his name's Naked Martin, and he's just doing tweets naked. And he'll like he's, he's just an old guy. He's an older guy, right. and he dances. It was like Bee Gees and like everybody it was kung fu. Yeah. He's just like a little dance, but he's naked. And at the Did end of his dance, package? yeah, it's, oh, he's got a nice. That's what I would do if I was. 
Me too. It's yeah. a nice piece of equipment for yeah. sure. And then he, so he flaps it around, and then he's like, you know. Right. And then, so I see one of these. I just retweet it, and the one that I retweet happens to really pick up. Right. Gets like 10,000 likes or something. And anyway, he, the next day he tweets out, I, I discovered I was retweeted by Tom Segura. I have no idea who that is. I was told he's a comedian. I'm very uh, happy to see this or something. Yeah. So I just like engaged and I was like, my man, like I, it was an honor. <laughs> and then he DMs me. Oh, really? And he's like, he's like, I'm just really pleased by this. And if you ever need a video, just let me know. I was like, as a matter of fact, there's a few I'd like you to make. So he started to do videos for me where he's like, as he's saying what I ask him to say, and then he just like, <laughs> and it upsets so many people. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, lo- I love, um, I mean, we, we did years of getting girls naked in the studio. Yeah. But after a while, you're like, this isn't translating very well. This is before we had video uh, right. company here. And then we had the fetish girls would come in every once in a while when fetish comes in town. And they brought a guy in from Italy. He was a lawyer from Italy who likes to get kicked in the privates. <sighs> That's... And they di- oh, there's Marty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, now when I'm old, I'm his age. I'm just gonna keep my. I'm just gonna take my wiener out wherever I want. Just be like, I'm old. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, that's not bad. No, know? especially for an old man. Okay. So, so wait a second. I was gonna tell you. Oh, we also we <laughs> we started playing. All right, Carmen. What's in that? <laughs> we started playing the um the moose soup lady. Yeah. And then everybody's like, Segura loves that, too. We we put that in the end of our oh. closing because that yeah. was the best. The day, like, the day that I heard that, it was, I knew, I knew I'd found love. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that was going to stay with us for a while. Have you seen has the Chubby, the Chubsy Wubsy story that we had? I bet he would love that. Oh, yeah. The, the, I don't know if I can. Wait, isn't it hard, by the way, to watch the the dudes getting kicked in the balls? Yes. Right? Uh, well, because like, oh, here's why, and I got to kind of be careful the way I describe it. He was in here, and he was naked, and and the girl was doing it to him. Then she did it to him. Then the, yeah. then the girl from the improv did it. Everybody was like getting their anxieties out. Yeah, I was gonna say, was that like cathartic to you? No, I didn't want to do it. It's just you know you, you, you got have, the opportunity. Yeah, you get the opportunity. So like, you want to do it? Shoe. Oh, I was wearing flip flops, so it was barefoot, and I like crane kicked him. Yeah, like Karate Kid style. And, you did, yeah. But then what? And right in the in the yeah, and it, yeah, and it was swollen yeah, because the like, girl like before this. had been kicking it like a lot. Yeah, yeah. So it and he's in, like, he's in his joy. He's in his glory. Oh, like, he was this is great. He's hurt. And dropped then he down to it. his knees, and then he would get back up and be like, "Do it again." Yeah. Is he aroused? Mm. Uh, no. No. He no. might have. He might have been getting. Yeah, but uh, it, it, yeah. his his. Area was like this. Really? Yeah, it was really weird and discolored and all that. And it was, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that that's that's rough, man. Yeah, that's... it was fun, though. Was yeah, fun. yeah, yeah, that, that would be Oh, fun. you know who else was here? Brad Williams was here that day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so nothing like having a lady kick a guy in the nuts a hundred times and a midget just sitting here watching along. Yeah, that he's makes just... things so much fun. Uh, I, I bet... found that story. I have the audio if you would like to hear it. Yeah, listen to this. This is okay. something that I think that you would enjoy. This was a news story that we did the other day. Okay. Last week on Thursday, the 14th, I ordered a product. And then on Saturday, I realized that I did not need the product anymore. Vanessa Glue talking about this, something called the Pooch Patch from a company with the same name. The product was featured on our morning show a while back. The Pooch Patch is great because it's a natural, organic way to get your dog to go and do their business. But when Vanessa canceled her order and couldn't get a refund, she expressed her views online. I really just wish that he would accept a simple, bad review. 
That bad review didn't go over well. Pooch Patch's president by email made some unusual remarks. He emailed me to tell me that he looked at photos of me online and he thinks that I'm chubby. In one email, the company tells her, looking a little chubs in that profile photo. You don't talk to people or comment on their body or body shame them. She told the company she planned to report the replies to a government consumer agency. The response from Pooch Patch... Ooh, so scared, chubby wubby. I reported you to Jenny Craig, the well-known weight loss program. And on it went. Saying that I needed to uh, go to Jenny Craig, and he referred to me as Fatty McFatFat. And I did post it on my social media, and because of that, people in my following ended up leaving more bad reviews. Oh, that's, that's the best. Good. We're definitely going to play this. Oh, that, I mean, is that not the best? That's Fatty amazing. McFat, fat. And I love to a vindictive, <laughs> psychopathic CEO, CEO yeah. which fits the mold of how a lot of those guys are. Right. But like most of them might have that thought, like, oh, look at this fatty. I don't want to care. But like, he's just like, I'm going to send her messages. Fatty <laughs> McFat Fat. And I, oh, love, I, love, I love that the reporter, ooh, chubby woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's insane. That's crazy, man. Uh, I tried, uh, do we know, I tried to get Bert to um, have, had to tweet me uncomfortable questions to ask you. Yeah. But I don't think, I, I, don't, I didn't look at my thing. He's sleeping? Did you text him, Carmen? Did he text you back? No, I didn't. Yeah. I thought Spanish was going to try to call him in here. Do you want me to try to call him? No, I don't care. I don't have uh, anything uncomfortable anyway. It all, <laughs> I don't it, all, know. it all went too well. Yeah, I don't think there's anything like, I don't mean, you could ask me anything. No, I know. I, I wasn't holding back. I just didn't know. I thought maybe you would have something that I didn't know about. Yeah. Hmm. I can't think, you know. Are <laughs> oh, you going to confess him? No, I was, no, trying, I was, no, I was trying to think like what he would He think. would say. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, listen, I'm super happy for your success. Uh, Tom Segura's Netflix specials are fantastic. I mean, I, thanks, Mike. Who do you like? Who, uh, who are other comedians that you like? Like, uh, I, don't, I, mean, I know you hang out with Rogan and all those guys, but I mean, like, I don't know. It's hard. What I'm saying is, is like, I think I'm pretty good at uh, recommending comedians to people because there's somebody watching. They're like, oh, yeah, know. yeah. Uh, we had Chad Daniels He's- in. I, Bert recommended him. I'm a producer on his new special. Oh, and then I watched him on your on your podcast, and I was like, "Yeah, poor guy." We came in. He he was a trooper. He came in here, and we had a guy with reptiles in there, and we put a, a snake on his head. And Chad, he wore it like a champion. Chad's the best. Yeah. He has a new special that I I'm a producer on that comes out um, in a month. Now, what does that mean when you're a producer? You get you pay you putting money up. It, I need to know. I need to know this. I need to start <clears throat> producing stuff. Well, you can. Yeah. Uh, so it just depends on um, different arrangements for different uh, specials and, and shows and movies. You know, sometimes you're creative producer. Sometimes you're strictly just money. Right. Sometimes it's like, you know, you make certain things happen. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah, that, why that you're the. You. So there's there's different. Um, reasons why you can get a, a title like that. See, so. these are the, now. He's hilarious. Oh, he was great. Yeah. He was, it was the first time he was here. We roll the dice with first timers sometimes and hope that it was good and he was great. Like he'd be a guy that would come back. There are some that won't. There yeah. Some that did not who else do you like though? Who you like? We'll talk about who's good. I mean, we have friends of the show. Like we love Bobby Kelly. Yeah. It's funny because Nate Bargatze is really funny stand up, but he wasn't a great guest. He's very kind of low key and just didn't really do much. That's me though, too. Honestly, yeah, yeah. No, I br- I brought I mean, it out of you today. You yeah, were very yeah, talking but a lot though. Here's the thing, though. You it. It happened and it worked because 
like you guys were gracious enough about. You know what I mean? Like you wanted it to go well. Yeah, I always. But like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, but I'm saying like I'm not the guy who's gonna come in like tap dance. I'm gonna kill. Yeah, in this like (laughs) it's happened. But I'm like, well, that's just because it happened. Yeah, like it wasn't like, oh, this is what happens when I walk in the room, dude. I remember, by the way, and a lot of comics probably have this too. Um, like really. Di- like disappointing a radio guy one time yeah. <laughs> where he saw me he saw me on Thursday at a club and literally the show ends on Thursdays you know it's uh, one show typically in a club right and then two Friday two right. so I get off and they're like look man the guy from the local radio station he is like flipping out about you from your set right like he loved the show will you go do his show in the morning and I was like yeah okay and we had like different press set up, so I show up and it's where, him. You say where? The yeah, name? it was it was in the Denver area. Okay, so I show up and it's he's there uh-huh. and with a co-host. There's two guys, and I see the guy and he's like, "Oh, hey, man, oh man!" And then like we're they're setting up, like coming out of a break. He's like, "You don't understand, like this guy brought the house down." Like keeps talking to his co-host, right, like, right. "Man, you don't." I mean, I got and this and the guy keeps looking. The other guy's like, "Okay," looking at me, so. We come out of the break, and then the guy's like, all right. He's like, it's Do time. It. Go. And I was like, go. And then, and then he was like, he, and then he was like telling his, his co-host, he was like, just relax. Just watch. Like, just watch. Like you're a magician. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, so, uh, so you see this in the news? And I was like, yeah, no, that was pretty crazy. And they're like, what are you doing, man? He's like, and then we'd cut, cut the break. He goes, I'm telling you, man, it was, I don't know what he's doing right now. Like, right in front of me. Like, he's like, he's like, I, he's doing, I don't know why he's doing this. Oh, oh, oh. I, yeah, that, I, we don't have, I mean, I don't really, I don't want anybody ever to do their acting here. Although, no. like, we'll get some comedians sometimes that we'll talk about something and it'll make them think of something that they've done and they'll come out and it's sure. funny. And, but, um, no, I don't ever want that. Like, with nightmares for comedians, when they come in and they tell us, yeah, well, you're Bob and Tom and. To write out all these jokes, yeah, and yeah. starter questions. I'm like, oh, then don't do radio. I know. I, I did one uh, not too long ago where the producers came out and they're like, "What do you want?" Like as the lead-ins, and I was like, "I don't know, whatever you want." And they were like, "No, like you got to tell us." And I was like, "I'm serious. Like just ask me anything." And they're like, "You have to have the lead-in like for him to like to ask you so that you can do your thing." And I yeah. was like, "I'm. I mean, I don't have." anything like that so dude i'm in the green room and they're having a break they send in a second producer who's like if you could just give us like (laughs) like just two or three you know things i was like like what and he goes you know so like uh like what's going on in your home life like i'm like i mean my wife uh we had a baby he's like that would be great so if he goes into that i'm like yeah you can say that but i mean I don't have a a set answer. And then they're like, God, all right. And so there's like another break. They bring the host in. They're like, he never comes in. And he's like, he's like, hey man, so why are you being difficult? Yeah, he's like, you know, is everything like cool? I was like, dude, everything is fine. Yeah, like you can ask me anything. I mean, and he then starts doing a pre-interview himself with me. Right. And he's like, so that's a good thing. And he like looks at the guy. He's like, he could do that. Oh my god. I was like, all right, man. I would rather have you come in here and be awful. And then, then either say to you, you're awful, or when you leave, <laughs> you're yeah, he awful. Was awful. <laughs> then I would for, yeah, I mean, there's guys like, uh, like Nate wasn't bad. He just wasn't like great. Yeah. And, and there's, uh, 
but hey, he's Liz, a hilarious dude. He's yeah, just not you like know. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say don't go see him. I, of just, course, some, sometimes he, like like I said about April. April, but, I don't know if she's. But funny Nate's at all. personality is like. He is a re- reserved, chill, chill yeah. dude. Oh, like, but I think the thing I think the thing with Nate is I think he's so funny yes. doing stand up and stuff that it, and like he said he wasn't terrible or anything. It just was mismatched. I was like, ah, I wanted him to because I want people to go and see how funny. Right, he is. I got you. Yeah. Like we hate Gary Valentine. Really? Yeah, and Adam says? Ferrara. Uh, that's Kevin James' brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. and Adam too. Yeah, what and it was they, were they terrible? We gave Adam a second chance. He was worse the second time. Wait, in that. Um, was he like trying to sabotage, or you mean no, just like didn't care? He, he didn't thought care he was a thought lot he was a more superstar. famous. Yeah. I think he thinks he's Tony Danza. Like he literally came in and was like this, was like, you know, and it was like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll just uh, ask you questions yeah, and you can say things, and then it was it was I mean I don't know it was weird. I don't just don't think he's funny. Um, you know, Ralphie, we were great friends of Ralphie. Ralphie yeah. was fun. Sometimes, but he wasn't very good radio. He was disruptive, and you know, there's we know who is good and who's not. I love, I love that everybody hates Carlos Mencia. Yeah, and Carlos will, Carlos will do and talk about anything on the radio. He, I mean, we had Carlos talk about almost killing himself over the Rogan stuff. Are you uh, serious? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like we've had, we've he, he brings it Did up. Did he really? Yeah, he's the most honest guy, and uh, and then. I believe Carlos is married and has kids and all this stuff, but then talks about banging girls for hours. Like, he'll talk about anything. We love it. And I don't care what anybody says. You're like, this is good radio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I and get then, that. Um, so, we, so when Bert and Jay got into some heat, I immediately turned on Jay and was like, because, you know, I'm my, my, Bert is my guy. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So when Jay, um, I trashed Jay pretty hardcore on the air. And it wasn't just because of that. Like, he was a dick to He said something to Ralphie that pissed me off one day, and I destroyed yeah. him. And uh, his agent called me out of the, hey, buddy. And I'm like, oh, not happening, Frosty. And uh, then Jay called, Jay's like, what's the, what's the problem? I go, call the show, and we'll talk about it. And it was an hour of me just telling him what a horrible human being he was. And he took every ounce of it. Agreed with it and apologized, and the next day sent me a dozen roses. And I went, all right. Then, years later, he's coming in through town, and I'm like, I actually call Bert, and I go, you know my dedication is to you. I won't I won't have him on if you're like, I hate him. Bert's like, no, I don't care at all. I'm like, okay. So I had him on the show, and we talked to him, and he was like Mencia. So I, he's like, I'm so mentally beaten down. Yeah. That I he's I've ruined relationships over it. He brought you up. He's like yep. he's like I, I don't talk to Tom. I don't talk to Bert. He goes. I wish I had the opportunity to apologize to them, and tell and you know you don't get that kind of honesty from somebody. And I said, Jay, you're you're famous. You've been on TV. You've been in movies. You're in goddamn Jerry Maguire. Now you're single. Let's do this. Let's get back out of the road. And he goes, I can't. I, I'm so mentally messed up that I have erectile dysfunction. And I'm like, you don't. That's the honesty you don't get from guests. Yeah, so. that that level of honesty is also awesome on radio, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, having that. And uh, he was, by the way, always, uh, let's say, prior to feeling beaten down and all right. that, great radio guy. Yeah. yeah. I guess when he would I guess. His impressions and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would, he would um, you know, there's different approaches, I think, as when you study guests yeah. in radio. And he was like, I remember watching cause, and, and seeing how different people do it. Like, Jay would... Um, had the take over the room thing yeah. where he would go in and be like which doesn't always work doesn't always work yeah. but if you can 
if you can pull it off, it's like a magic trick almost, right, you know? Right, right. And then, like, uh, Fitzsimmons, I don't know if you... Yeah, heard, we love Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Very funny guy. He'll he'll do the thing where, like, you think you're interviewing, and all of a sudden you're like, damn, he's interviewing me right now. He is, right. You know? He's he good at good. that. So and he, he does it slick, too. He asked where, me a question one time, and I answered it, and I go... I can't believe I just answered yeah. that. And he goes, you know, he goes, last time I was here, you said the same thing. I go, you got me twice. He's talking that about my wife. Yeah. Me, I was like, how did that just happen? Turns it around. Yeah. On yeah. He's good. It's, a, it's like a skill set. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah I, and both guys who wound up doing radio. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, look, I got to tell you, I'm so glad you came in here today. Yeah, me too, man. I'm glad that you, I feel like you're leaving and you're, you were not like, why did I get up to do this? No, this was great. Yeah. I had a great time. Good. Thank I'm you very glad. much. And hopefully we have a good, uh, a good relationship now. Yeah, dude. Let's do and it again. I, I, I have to tell you, um, if you and Bert, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this a thousand times, but will eventually you guys go do a tour together? I hope we at least, we talked about it and, you know, it's, it's hard to put those things together sometimes. Right. But we got to at least go do a show together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at least a one-off. And so, something, or at least like like three and like big maybe cities that, that are yeah. good for you guys. Like one in LA, one in Philly. Well, you know, we have um, we both have like crazy tour schedules for the rest of the year. I'm going to produce that. Man. Then that's fine. <laughs> Producing's good. Uh, but maybe um, maybe like a, a 2020 run like that, yeah. like do a weekend and you know. But we'll have to go. We're, I don't know, man. We're going to have to work out this bus thing. You know. Yeah, I know. Who's going to get the big bed and all that? Well, just go do like Molly Crew and take your own buses. Oh yeah, two tour bus, <laughs> yeah. the two bus. Mine will be the tour. one you sleep on. His will be the one you lose your life on. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the balance. Like you want to sleep today? Go on Tom's bus. <laughs> you have an eight month old, yeah. and you get to leave on Wednesdays. Yeah, how great is that life? I know it's it's pretty. <laughs> I mean, I would when my son was born, and I was doing mornings. I would come to work, and at ten oh one, my wife would be like, "What time are you gonna be home?" Oh. I'm like, I, "Let me breathe." A and little then were bit. you you had to be allowed? I'm assuming to sleep, right? Like when you. Like, what about in the middle? Like, it's midnight, which no. for you, uh, no? No, in the middle of the night, we were up together. What? Yeah. And you're was, going to do mornings? It was rough. It was definitely rough. Yeah, I he, know. Was, he wasn't the happiest guy sometimes. No. And a lot of times, he would miss the first break. The first yeah. break would be best of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like 6 or 6 or 10. Yeah. Then I would, then I, second kid, I was, we didn't have our second kid till six years later. And I'm like, I have to be honest with you, I love this kid. My son and I are so tight. Yeah. I could never love another kid. And I ain't going through that crap anymore. But I was also doing afternoons at the time. Yeah. And I said, and I was uh, just starting to become rich. So I was like, I will have this kid if we can have a nanny yeah. and all that other stuff. I don't want to change diapers. I don't want to do anything. And she was like, all right, we can do that. And I'm like, okay, so the next one was simple. And yeah. I was doing afternoons. So. We do the nanny. It, it's, it's a huge help. You, you have, I have a nanny and a cleaning lady, and it's mm -hmm. still stressful. I know. And I have... And I a have, dope sprinter van. Yeah, and a sprinter van. <laughs> yeah. And I have my parents and my uh, my parents are divorced, so I have two sets of parents. And I have and they help my out. sister yeah. and my in-laws. I have so much help. And it's still, I don't understand how people have kids. Damn. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Although now I want to have another kid, but I, I'm too old now, so I want to adopt one. No more. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'll adopt one that I don't have to wipe its butt, like a three-year-old. <laughs> You can do that. I know. He went to adopt one and let the kid know that he does not love that kid as much right. as his real no, kid. I don't want to. I don't want I just want to. It's a good message for those him. kids. I don't love you as They much. don't feel neglected enough. Yeah. So <laughs> you got to tell them. Way better than they had it before. Uh, Listen, I'm not, you're not at a 10. You're at a 7. But have that, you seen, you're at a 4 before. You've seen Instant Family? No. 
you got to see Instant Family. What is that? That's a movie I was in last year. Oh, with Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. It's all about adoption. And it's based on, like, the the writer-director, Sean Anders, he and his wife actually did this where they were, like, looking to adopt a kid. And then they found out, you know, the, the adoption agencies are like, you know, there's a lot of... Um, adoptions where you adopt siblings because they're, they're, there's that right. need. Right? Keep them together. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, he was like, that's crazy. Right. And then they ended up adopting three oh. siblings. Oh. And they really did this, you know? Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. They have, you know, they've had them now, I don't know, like eight, nine years or My something. My wife laid it out pretty good to me. She was like, what What do you want to adopt? And I go, I don't know, a, a little boy. My mm-hmm. son's 12 now. He'll have somebody to look up to. And I go, so maybe like a three or four year old boy. And she goes, okay. And she goes, now, based on my experiences, most of these kids are, are affected somehow, drug affected mm-hmm. or have emotional problems. I go, okay, I go, you're a therapist and I'm a patient guy. We can deal with that. <laughs> and she goes, I'm not worried about that. She goes, you come home one day and then adopt a kid tries to hurt Juliana. I go, well, then I kill the kid. <laughs> exactly my point. Okay. My favorite part I'll of that wait. whole thing is you said you're a patient guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, with the kids, I'm very <laughs> This is my audition. <laughs> oh, that? Yeah, I actually, I, I volunteered to do this. See, that, that was on the podcast where, that's the director, that's Sean. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, can you bring the audition footage? <laughs> and he was like, you really want me to do that? And I was like, yeah, I thought it'd be funny. And then as soon as it came up, you could see how hard I'm cringing. I'm like, please take it down. <laughs> it's so you, hard you to see, watch I yourself. love this stuff. I love to be embarrassed. I love when these guys make fun of me. I just... I, I mean, I you know, I signed up for it right. with this, obviously. Right, but right, right. Yeah, I mean, if it's, you know... I, Are I, you a good actor? I think I'm all right. You yeah. Know? I got I got. I have a... I'm god-awful, but I'll keep doing auditions until something clicks. Yeah, I mean, like, I enjoy I enjoy it, yeah. right? So I think the fact that I actually enjoy it probably gives me something. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm sure I'm not going to win any awards, <laughs> but, <laughs> I, but it's, uh, I, I, I like doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think comedians make the best serious actors. Some of them, yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, I, 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 so, you know, I, I would forget. Like, you ever forget that Robin Williams is totally. one, right? And totally. then, yeah. I never like Robin Williams as a comedian, same. but as an actor, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, I mean, I love. From, I, I, I love Good Morning Vietnam. I used to, I I used to not under, I swear to you, not understand when he was killing. I was yeah. like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. hey, and he yeah. was like really kill it wasn't like so some people were laughing no it was yeah. like you'd see just waves of bodies moving cocaine yes yeah what about steve martin Stand this is up. this is hilarious this is true because you know i think your age has a lot to do with what you're exposed right. to i didn't know he was a stand-up oh really until i was like 20 yeah, you only see him in movies because well yeah from my you know i was born in 79 i think he stopped doing stand-up you know, early yeah, 80s or 80s, something. Yeah. So I'm in the Groundlings uh, school, which is like the improv, right, improv yeah. thing in, in like uh, early 2000s in L.A. And we're going around the room talking about like influences. And then somebody says like, and then Steve Martin's stand up. And I was like, stand up. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, he doesn't do stand up. And like everybody just turned their head and they're like, what? <laughs> and I, they're like, it's one of the greatest stand ups of all time. And I was like, Steve Martin. Uh-huh. And one of the uh-huh. biggest. Like, uh, that's what they're like, yeah. they're like, he did arena. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, how do I not know this? <laughs> Who are your influences? Uh, um, I think it, I don't know. I mean, I remember first, first seeing Bill Cosby himself, mm-hmm. that yeah. special. The Eddie Murphy stuff, I would lose my mind when yeah, I was a kid, that, yeah. right? And then I think when I started doing stand-up, seeing Attell was yeah. 
right before I started doing stand up, it was Chris Rock. Yeah. Because that was like again, it's like I'm a I'm a, in college, and he puts out well, end of high school, he puts out uh, Bring the Pain, Black, and then the pain, then yeah. Bing, Bigger and Black, and I was like, just out of my mind like this is the funniest thing i've it, ever seen yeah. and it was so on the like on point with all the topics of the time and mm-hmm. and so but then when i saw Atel, i was like this is my identity my, my kind of speed, and then yeah. i just like dressed like him and talked like him for like three years <laughs> yeah, that cadence. oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally and i worked with him one time he was like stop doing my cadence <laughs> like, okay what about uh uh carlin I never thought Carlin was funny. I think he's a genius, but I don't yes. think he's funny. I thought he was I thought he was really funny in the way that like the the cleverness. The yeah, word the play, turn of phrase, yeah. He the was turn of really phrase, good at and that. also like in um in like seeing it as a piece of writing. Right. Like it started right. That's the thing. Here. I read his book and I was like, yeah. This is funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but it wasn't like it wasn't like Not like watching Eddie Murphy Raw. Like my favorite line from Carlin was when he was making fun of um, the Y two K people, right. and it's like a throwaway. It's not even like one of his things. And he was because um, you know you're stuck at a party talking to some idiot who's like, "Oh, Y two K, whatever happened to that?" <laughs> like that was his. I fell out of my chair laughing at him pretending to be that guy, but not like you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. What's a, your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Yeah. Oh, man. I, oh, like a, like a top two or three. I always just think you could f- know so much about a person. Like, I was single, I would ask girls, what's your favorite movie? And that would <laughs> be a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was thinking, like, the other day I, I was so surprised that I'd, even though I'd said whenever this is on, I'll watch it. I was like, man, I'm about to be 40 and I'm still watching it no matter what part it's on was coming to America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, it's still. So, when we had Arsenio on, that was one of the reasons why I want to have him on. Oh, my God. He said it's a done deal. The, They've the, signed contracts for the next one. He yeah. said we've it's had not a so done many, deal whether he's in it though. Right, right. He, Eddie signed it. He goes, we've had so many scripts over the years. Yeah. And he goes, and Eddie finally called me one day. He said, you have to come over and read this. And he said, that, and I go, well, good. I hope it happens. No, it's it's signed. It's happening. It's, it's happening, happening for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's hilarious. Wait, what's your favorite movie? Uh, I mean Goodfellas, but yeah, I mean Goodfellas. we were talking about the other day about Midnight Run. Yeah. Oh, so Midnight Run is one of the best movies ever. I don't know. I just I, Goodfellas is my go-to. I love thrillers. Like I love French Connection. Yeah. Um, the only thing that takes me out of The Fugitive because I love that movie is when he jumps off that train because it's right before like CGI. Oh yeah. But like I love those type. I love thrillers like that. You know. Oh, Tom, I think we I think we became better friends than Bert and I, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. Dude, you got to drop him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna drop him, but he definitely is. Like I don't have to don't dude, have block to his number for a week. Right. Just do that. <laughs> so he's like, why does he keep going to voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's so Hollywood now. It's good luck if I get him to return a tag. No, I know. He, yeah, I, we were saying last time he was in that this may be the last time he comes in. Well, yeah, he went on our cruise during Sober yeah. October. Yeah. What a, I mean, that's a way to end it because he's not going to be happy sober. No. So he was miserable on our cruise. And all the but, listeners. Although I have to tell you, he was pretty fun. <laughs> Looks sober there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a That was different a couple one. years ago. Can you please take my name off if you're showing him? <laughs> <laughs> he he was uh, fun, as fun as you could be sober. Yeah, yeah. But I could tell he was secretly miserable the whole time. Sure. And I said, we he's finally reached Hollywood size where we won't get... Like, I don't even know if we'll get him on the show anymore. So oh, yeah. keep breaking him down mentally so we can stay friends. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'll try. I'll try my best. Yeah. Uh, this is great. All right, well, Tom Segura is going on an extra cruise. Love Have to. Have you ever been on one? I've never done one of those. Really? No. I, see, ours are easy because 
you do one show and you're done, and then the rest of it's vacation. That's kind of nice. Right. Like in Practical Jokers, they have like three different shows, and there's everywhere you go. The ours you can get away from everything. I feel like they're doing like six cruises a year now or something. I bet they're making so much money. Yeah, I bet they're making so much money. They're they're so nice too. That's what everyone says. It's like unnerving. Well, because they were they were just forging mokes from New York, and then all of a sudden now they're millionaires. So why wouldn't they be nice? They got they got and they also realized eventually you can't do this show anymore because everybody knows who you are. So we better find something else to keep the boat rolling and they did yeah and they're even nice to like trolls on twitter and stuff i saw the joe uh they did something with some art thing where they had photos up and they're like oh must be nice being a millionaire you know nobody would go if you weren't and he goes actually i paid for everything and he goes we just wanted people to see our stuff i hope that you have a dream that you follow and good luck in your life and i'm like wow on, that's man. not how you treat people you're yeah. just like shut it i'm rich yeah, yeah. that's my d <laughs> no they're really sal he's like the sweetest guy yeah, yeah the whole crew yeah, they're good, good they're really them. good guys. Well, look, I gotta tell you, I loved having you in here today. I just looked at the clock, and we've been talking for an hour and a half. Have we really? Yeah, no commercials. I'm sure somebody is in this building is pacing right oh, now. Sales. Yeah. yeah, sales. Oh, there's this little mean black lady who's going to come down here and yell at me. We're going to have to paint the studio yellow and red. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Tom Segura, uh, if you have tickets, enjoy his show tonight and tomorrow night at the Tampa Theater. If not, check out his podcast, Your Mom's House. And uh, the his movie. Netflix specials and the, and the movie with Mark Wahlberg. Now, this came and went already? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it just hit, um, like, iTunes, on, on demand. demand stuff this yeah. week. How many times did you lay in bed and you're like, now me and Mark Wahlberg are going to do a bunch of movies together. Oh, and man. We cop, cop movie, <laughs> yeah. buddy movie nag. I found the way in when I was uh, on set to talk to him. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you would, like, I would... I would you'd like kind of run jokes by people like you think I'll be like does this work and like people would laugh you know I was like I'm gonna go say it to Mark and I walk up to Mark I'm like hey man he was like yeah so I was like damn and then uh, oh totally he was he he blew me off one time he didn't blow me off he just destroyed what I was I was like making a joke about a guy who was like a in the crowd right and um like I ran it by people like I just to see like is it, and everyone's laughing I tell him he was like. Nah, he's probably had a hard life. Oh, oh no! I was like, Jesus. Oh, you're a good person. So then I was like, I was like, oh man, this sucks. And I sat down, I just like head between. I was like, mm. and like even like my co, you know, the cast were like, "What's up?" I was like, "Yeah, Mark didn't like that joke." Oh. And you know, I was just crushed. But then, so then I have like third day, I'm doing um, a scene with him. It's just me and him, and. Free agency had just started mm-hmm. for football, and I knew he's a sports guy, but I was like, whatever. Dude, I bring up some free agency move that way. You see who got cut or got picked up. He just was like, yeah, man. Uh, and then it was like we were general managers. Right. And, like, <laughs> and I would like kind of know what he was talking about, but yeah. I, I was like, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, big year. I had no idea he was talking about. I always and worry then, that somebody like that is making up the story. You, what about Fred Nelson? Like, oh, yeah. Fred oh, Nelson, yeah, Freddie. There is no Fred Nelson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I would like, I would, you know, we would sometimes shoot and we'd have weekends off and like he would go to the Bahamas right. on his private jet <laughs> and post something and then we'd be back on Monday in Atlanta shooting this movie and I would like walk up to him. I hadn't seen him in let's say a few days and I was like, yo, that man, the Bahamas, that looked nice. And he was like, dude, uh, did you see that um, Jamarcus, whatever, oh, like, he was, uh, sports. ignore yeah. completely what I had said. Yeah. 
And if I asked him anything, I was like, yeah, man, you know, this car, anything about, like, you know, things or right. business, anything like that, he was just like, I don't know what you're talking about, but um, Brady's going to sign another deal, and he's going to be back for another couple of years. And I was like, okay. So, he only speaks sports. Yeah. that was, oh, man. And that makes sense, too, because you're like, that's kind of the great equalizer. Right. And it's like you're super famous, and you don't know what people... But, like, you keep it sports, and then all of a sudden someone feels relaxed, you know? It's like... If I said something to Mark Warburg and he went, I don't know anything about that, I would never open my mouth again. <laughs> oh, no. But now you know, if you ever see him, you has got to be like, Patriots, man. And yeah, he's going to be yeah. like, yes. We hung, out with, we hung out with Vince Vaughn one time. Yeah. And I was like, Vince Vaughn is so great in so many movies that all I need is a picture with him. I don't care if he hates me. But I will try my best to make this work out good. And we had interviewed him on the air one time before. And I don't know how I got into it, but he... We, we started talking. He put a little effort into talking to us, mm-hmm. and then it came up about something about guns. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we were like this now. And he was like, "You got guns? I got guns. I got, I got, oh, he loves guns." Yeah, and then he's like, "I got, I got, I got my concealed carry. I got me too." And then he pulled one out. I pulled mine out. Then he's like, I, "I got it in like four different states." And he's pulling pulling other ones out. He's like, "I want in Vegas. I want in Chicago." And I was like, "Oh man, this is good." And he's like, and then I was about to have a daughter, and he had daughters. He's like, when you have daughters, I go, "When you have daughters, you need guns. You got guns. That's why I got guns." And we were back and forth. Yeah. And I, and then later on, we interviewed him, and we told him, I said, I was worried about it. And then we started talking about guns, and he goes, then before you know it, you, you were like, I can't shake Vaughn. I can't get him off <laughs> yeah. me. Exactly. I couldn't get out of the conversation yeah. at that point. But uh, once you connect on something. This uh, is going too good. We yeah. have to end it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, let's just leave it at that. Let's take a picture and walk away so we can go away. Like, yeah, that guy's pretty cool. He talks about guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you found your in, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't have to fake like I knew sports and Fred Nelson. Wahlberg, sports, Vaughn, guns. guns. Dude, yeah. imagine if you like are sitting there with like Michael Jordan or something. You know? Ugh. Like you'd be like, hey, God. you're so good. And then like you don't know, you know, know. you bring up, what are you going to bring up? His shoes or something? I, I've like, been in that situation with. I've been in that situation with Deion Sanders before. Yes. And I was in a limo with Deion alone. And I'm like, what do I talk about? And I don't know anything about sports. This was right after the Dallas Cowboys had won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I and I think we started talking about uh, Disney World because he was going there with his kids. Deion was so sweet. And he opened up. And we're talking about Disney World. And I'm like, and then he taught me uh, two sexual terms, uh, old-fashioned mm-hmm. and neck up. He's like, I give me some neck up. I'm like, neck up. I'm like I don't want to ask. Then finally, I'm like, "What's neck up?" And he goes, "What's above your neck?" And I went, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> I was young. Yeah, uh, I was like, "I get it now." But I feel are- like now he would not say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> now I, I would if I was if I was hanging out with Dion now, I would pretend to be religious because I know he is. Yeah, just and just to see like yeah. where it goes, I'd be like, "Man, you got to put it all in God." And he'd be like, yeah. "You know what I mean? Truth, yeah. dog." Like. <laughs> He's full of crap. He uh, he's full of crap. He's not, I am buying the religious thing at all. He uh, I said to him, he's hosing all of us. I said one day I'm going to get married and have kids, and I'm going to tell my kids. Neck up, Dion taught me that. Neck up, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing. Not yet, because my son's only twelve. Old fashioned was that the first one? Yeah, old fashioned. He goes, I got to get me some uh, neck up, at least old fashioned. And I was like, I don't know what any of those things mean. Man, I bet sure. he got a bunch of neck up back yeah. in the day. Oh yeah, for we, sure. We rolled up in the strip joint. And he was trying to get some girls to get out there and get some neck up. Mm-hmm. And then one girl just gave him an old fashioned, he said. Really? Yeah. Good for him. I know, right? Man, I was like, I'm not nice. What a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him anymore, so I don't. Really? Uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of a douche. Uh, but so I don't really care. Like, I'm, most of the, I have a lot of great stories that I'll keep in forever. Yeah. But those kind of things I don't care about. Yeah. This has been so much fun. Yeah, man. I had a great time. Thank yeah, you for good. having me. Thank you. You have to walk back now. You can't take okay. it. Okay. Now that it went well, you're okay. Yeah, dude, I, I, Bert, we've never sent a car for Bert. You shouldn't. Have. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, you're right. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, Tom Segura, we'll take a quick break. I got to go pee. I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be a long-ass break. We're oh, yeah. way behind. But we'll be back. It's Mike Calder Show. The Mike Calder Show on 102.5 The Bone. 102.5 The Bone is the home of the best talent in Tampa radio. Says it right here. That's how I know. Including Mike Calder Show. Every weekday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 102.5 The Bone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.